a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we am Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. I have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. No, dude. Just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start, start... Right now, no. a couple of snakes. Yeah, a couple of cool snakes. We've couple had of, a couple of snaky episodes. I think we very, say that we're very. Soon. We love the S sound. I think it's horrible for audio things. It sucks for yeah. But we I, don't I'm fix a, things. I, I lisp a little bit. Oh, you do. And I just did it even more when I was yeah. saying, not meaning to. I uh, used to not be able to pronounce R's. What'd you do? Like well, cow. Like that was a car. Oh, how, how long into your... Um, probably till I grew. <laughs> so like, not, not good for not good. already being short. Yeah, and dude. Then, yeah. And then sounded like a like yeah. a munchkin. Yeah. Uh, let's welcome our guest to it. the weight room so that we can hear, I don't know, what you sounded like when you were a child. Sure, sure, sure. I'm, yeah. And probably the same. But um, horrible that I said that wrong. But I would love to welcome Amy Ruffle. I was going to hiss. I wanted to hiss like a Ooh. snake, but then I panicked. and you was like, have. that would have Can you do it now? <laughs> great. That was great. great. We're going <laughs> to try to put good. that early. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If, if uh, the bell babies out there hear it, then that means I did it. Right. If well, they don't hear it, it probably means I tried to do it and I failed. Yeah. <laughs> or that I didn't put the effort in. Right. We're, yeah, the latter. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, chop, yeah, we'll yeah. potentially chop that in, but maybe not. Uh, let's not even promise that forget that i said that i was going to do anything i thought that you were going to say amy waffle <laughs> oh i should have said amy waffle yeah that sounds really amy sweet waffle. i kind of like that <laughs> amy waffle has a warmth Hi, to it amy waffle hello <laughs> hey miss waffle i want to go to the party <laughs> See, horrible um, hi. Hello. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Do you guys like Ruffles chips? Do I? I is that's the one with the ridges, right? Ruffles oh, have yeah. ridges. Ruffles that's they have advertise ridges. themselves. I mean, I I mentioned before, and I'm going to stick to it because um, I mean, it's almost too on game for me. Oh, Hawaiian. but I like Hawaiian chips. Hawaiian chips. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You like Here's Ru- the thing. They don't have them in, um, spoiler, I'm from Australia. They don't have them there. They don't have ruffles there? No. What oh. do they have? What are the chip? What are the famous chips? Cape Cod? they have wavies um, or something? Smiths. Smiths? Smiths. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. They got Lay's. Okay. Um, so Lay's found their way over there. I think is so. ruffles part of Lay's or no? I think it is, but maybe that, maybe that type let me ask my parents and I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but what? coming out here, it was like, oh my God, I have a chip brand. This is great. <laughs> Pringles? Do you have Pringles out yeah, there? Yeah, we got okay. Pringles. Um, what, what else? What, um, what are Smiths? Just plain, like Lay's style, or are they a little like... Uh, God, uh, I'm showing like how long I've been out here. I'm trying to think. I think Smiths have no ridges. No okay. ridges. And then... Fuck, what's the other brand? You're not a big chip person. No, I'm definitely like a sweet. You are person. a sweet toother. Mm, oh, God, so See, much. See, I'm a savory tooth. You're a sweet, you're a mint. You're a I'm a truther. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just like food. Yeah, I'm an uh, equal opportunist. For oh, good for you. Yeah, everything. good on you. That's a very like 2019 answer. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Don't want to polarize the like sweet community. Yeah, yeah no. the sweet community would push back so they hard. They will throw Especially. a pie at you so hard. No, Here. I, my, yeah, my preferred, uh, Tastes are 
any and all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're sponsored personally by Sucralose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm taking money from Sucralose, yeah. but you know, yeah. my private life, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm equal opportunist. Equal opportunist. <laughs> um, wait, so you said you've been here. This is going to show how long you've been out here for. Yeah. How long have you been out here? <laughs> this is going to show it? <laughs> well, no, no. When she says it, yeah. it'll show That'll it. Show yeah. it that'll sure. show it for sure. Yeah. Uh, kind of back and forth for like four or five years. Four or five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four but permanently like a year and a half. Oh, okay. So you made the permanent move. Mm-hmm. But you would just kind of trek in for work and stuff? Yeah, like come in uh-huh. and out more for like work-based things, which sure. uh not a great way to live your life. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't really like living in either. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. Rough. Um, yeah. Very rough. Yeah. Very ruffle. <laughs> uh, but... Good. That was pretty good. Eh, I mean, was you went for it. Somebody laughed. For it. No, Somebody laughed. Nobody somewhere. laughed until we <laughs> took a moment. Some dad somewhere laughed. Uh, My dad it. will laugh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He'll right. like that yeah, one. Um, so wait, where did you grow up? And like, uh, what part of Australia? Uh, I'm from Melbourne, which is down like the south of the country. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like the cooler part. Um, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. People are like, it's just hot all the time. Oh, you mean temperature wise? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, also cooler. Though. Is it yeah. the hipper I thought, part? You, were, I thought yeah. you were flexing on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming it's in so confident yeah. on that. Definitely the coolest part. I of. mean, I will argue that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think Melbourne is cool and doesn't have to tell you it is, whereas Sydney is like, look how flashy yes. we are. Sydney's trying to make exactly. buildings cool. Yeah. I don't know that. Op- yeah, I was just going to say that yeah. opera's pretty low key. But that's right? how we, yeah. Oh, yeah. So low key, yeah. yeah. Melbourne is like the sport capital of Australia, too. So Sports? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's, I think, why I think it's the coolest. Are you, big, you, are you into footy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the finals at the moment. So this is a very, like, tense time for oh, what, cool. me and, and my family. And what's footy again? Uh, Australian rules football. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I love it. So, <laughs> have you seen a game? I have seen a game. Um, uh, and then rugby, like, uh, I spent, like, uh, three months in Fiji. Oh, cool. So then I, there was a lot of games on of uh, the sevens, yeah. like that kind of... Rugby sevens. Rugby sevens, uh-huh. and that was fun to watch. But So that's with less players? Yeah, it's like only seven people per team, and it moves so quick. It's mm-hmm. like a pickup game. It's like a three-on-three pickup game. Okay. Wasn't it in the Olympics last year? I or? think it's coming to the Olympics, or maybe I think there right. was an Olympic. You I think, think it, it was, yeah. Yeah. found its way in. Yeah. You're right, you're right, yeah. What, so... How many players on traditional rugby squad? Or on like the Australian are, rules can footy. We, yeah, I don't know much about rugby, but I can yeah. talk Australian to AFL. Ru- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, So it's 18 on the field at any time, and then um, four on the interchange. Got it. So it's like a team of 22. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, did you grow up watching that with your family? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and my dad is like a mad supporter, and oh, so really? that, that's like the thing that we've like grown up doing together. Uh-huh. And you oh, did you always love it as a kid, or did you grow to love it more? I think I grew to love it more, maybe because it's like a thing that my dad and I have sure, in common. Yeah. Uh, so that's always been something that I love, and is the one of the hardest parts about being over here because a lot of the games are on when I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's upside down. Now, do do uh, did you play growing up? Oh God, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Were there opportunities to play? As- um, yeah, I could have. Uh, I, yeah. I'm like I can kick a ball or and handball or whatever. Um, but I like, and handball. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, handle the ball. Uh, no, there's like a skill called a handball. So uh, what does that mean? It, almost like you know if you. Um, Oh yes, it's like a volleyball kind yeah, of yeah, move, yeah, like yeah. serving in volleyball. You like yeah. punch the ball punch essentially. Punch the ball forward. Yeah. yeah, so I can do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I was, uh, I did other sports, so I didn't really have okay. time to. What's the lateral call? Is it just the lateral? Because I know that's an. Uh, you're asking the wrong. What guy. is a lateral? Like where you you throw the ball behind you. 
What is that? Um, so while you're running, you toss the ball off to... Well, you're not allowed to throw the ball. That's not a move that you can do in AFL. That's, oh, in AFL. That's, I guess, where the handball would come in. Okay, I see. so you have to, like, punt it with your hand? Mm-hmm. And you can you can do that to a player? Like, you, the hope is that you do it to another player, or is that just to move the ball way down the field? No, to, like, pass it to another player. Because you can't play. run more than, like, 10 meters without either yes. handballing or kicking. Oh, wow. And that's how strict are they on the measurements? Oh, of that? so strict. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to be eyeballing mm-hmm. or do you guys just have it by feel now? Mostly probably. I, think so. I mean, there's sometimes we're like, that's over 10 meters. Like what is happening? Yeah. They miss some, but, but you yeah. know, your steps yes. basically, you I know how so. many steps you're, God. you're moving. That's crazy. That's yeah. nerve. Cause I'm already a little shaky with math. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you know, well, it's crazy that like, I didn't realize that some of the, I mean, I, I don't know the rules of rugby versus Australian rules of football that well, but even that, it seemed like it happened so often in yeah. rugby. Yeah. The fact that that's not one of the rules is like, woo, cool. Quite, quite different. Then. Yeah. Super How long different. is the games? Uh, for 20 matches? minutes. Matches. Uh, either side. Uh, mm-hmm. For 20 minute quarters. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So the whole thing like ends up about like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, that's a fucking thing. And they do not stop. Right. Like they are the most insane athletes. It's such a fast paced game. Sure. It's wild. How does substitutions work for that? Do you, can people come in and out or once you're out, you're out? Is it like soccer? Constant interchange. Almost like a A hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. They actually base the interchange system on um, NHL. NHL. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, So it's very quick turnover and lots of substitutions to keep people's legs fresh. Yeah. And bodies from getting pounded. Oh, my God. Do you think it moves as fast as American football? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Man, it is hard to get through a full, full game. Well, especially like if you've sometimes. never really watched yeah. it or don't. It's just like, I, you know, you try to show it to somebody. You're just like, what the fuck is this? Just I, can't get through a whole, I can't get through a whole game of anything almost sometimes. Like yeah. baseball is rough. Mm-hmm. Basketball oh, yeah. for the whole thing, unless it's college ball. Where you know people are going to get, like, mess up because they're in college and, like, it's some people's not. Oh, so you enjoy people's failures. Yeah. Great. I love. I like. Schadenfreude. I like the idea of athletes putting everything out there not for money. Right. And I think that's what it is. Because, like, you know, if you're playing, um, I mean, it's weird. It's like if you're playing professional basketball, you can see that, like, it's like, I'm going to take today off basically, the mm-hmm. way that they play. It doesn't feel... Or like Team USA uh, yeah. recently, like not even the best people want to go. They don't seem to care about right. representing It's just, it's USA. like, yeah, you're like sponsorship and all that stuff matters More so important. much. I mean, it happens in college, but I, it's yeah, just a different it, thing. It, I think there's also an issue with the amount of games. So NBA plays a lot of games. 82, right? Or yeah. 100 and... Yeah, it's know. in the 80s, I'm pretty yeah. sure. They would need their off-season to be, like, completely off, right, to recover. Well, that, but also, I mean, it just makes the games not as important because there's just so many games. They don't yeah, mean okay. as much. So yeah. it's just like you're like, well, they they took the night off, but they have 38 games to yeah. turn it around, you know. How many games are in uh, in a season of... Uh, it's way less. Yeah. It's like 22. That's still a lot compared to, fo- like, American football. Well, that's, a, that's closer to an NFL season. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. But those games, everything means something. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to, like, it's yeah. all like, but you know, this will determine, you know, whether or not you're going to make, you're going to win your division and make the playoffs and home field advantage. And sure. So. Wait, so did you have like a football player 
poster in your room and stuff? Like, were you that kind of fan? Or did you or have who's a- your team? What's the Melbourne team? Um, oh, there's so many Melbourne teams. Okay, so uh, who is your uh, My team your is the Collingwood Magpies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a type team- of bird? Yes, it's yeah. a bird. Uh, and the team people love to hate. Uh, so it's always, like, really fun if we get into the finals because the other, like... You know, eighteen teams hate us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you guys are like the underdog or like the assholes. Um, I wouldn't say assholes, but they but are. They're like the bad boys. I guess so. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Do you win more often than the other? Yeah, we're one of the biggest clubs. So Got there's it. like okay. three that three clubs that would be bigger than like almost the rest of the league, and we're one of them. So they'd be similar to like the Patriots. How or, dare you? <laughs> or, or, or the I mean, Yankees or, or something. Yankees. Like, like, just so. like, that, like, like an ones. institution that consistently wins yes, and puts yeah. out a good team. And yeah, like, we, the, like the All Blacks or yeah. like something like that. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. won a lot of premierships, so yeah, people love to hate us. Yeah. That's, oh, that's great. That's a I good team. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like yeah. I like a dynasty. I like a mm-hmm. dynasty too, like who knows how to scout and knows how to play and knows how they're, you know. We got a kid from Texas on our team at the moment. What? Yeah, they scouted him. He was uh, like at college for basketball and uh, I think like was not going to quite make the NBA. And so they like brought him out to Australia and taught him um, AFL at like what he would have been like 20 or something. Sure. Yeah. And he's crushing for us. Wow. That's cool. It's really cool. Texas boy. Yeah. So the crowd sometimes will be like. USA if he does ah, that's like, cool. things right. So I'm like, oh, it's combining my like two worlds. That's yeah. funny. Wait, yeah. so you didn't play growing up. Mm-mm. You played other sports. What were uh-huh. the sports you played? Uh, I started in gymnastics and mm-hmm. then did um, springboard diving. Wow. Oh, springboard diving? Yeah. Can you do flips and all that stuff? I don't know if I could anymore. But, but I, you did at, at the, the time. time. Absolutely, and yeah. And how young were you when you were doing all of these? Because that's like a young person sport. Yeah, it's an insane sport. Yeah, uh, I, I started, mean, both of those are. Yeah, I started gymnastics when I was like two. I think sure. like my parents just put me in it um, for spatial awareness and that kind of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then... Also maybe a little break for them. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't like, want to see it. Wait, do you stop. have siblings? Yeah. Uh, I've got an older brother. Okay. Yeah. Did he play football? Mm-hmm. Football uh-huh. and cricket. Um, cricket? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that people yeah. here don't... Yeah. Don't know about that's even worse than baseball. Yeah, uh, but it's cool though. Sure, it's <laughs> impossible to know what's going on. Yeah, though. but it's just impossible. Yeah, yeah. not even, one person, not knows. a single person. The only people who watch it are the people that are on the team. Yeah. Even they're like, you know what, dude? Yeah. I honestly don't know. What I now? Think, what do we do we, now? Yeah. What do we do now? Pretty sure we're winning, but it's unclear. Did he hit the sticks? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> God, hit the sticks, dude! Knock that last stick over. Uh, did you see Million Dollar Arm or whatever that was? Um, no. Have you seen um, uh, what's the, uh, the Million Dollar Baby? No, no, no. The ma- Million to Juan. <laughs> million to Juan, <laughs> starring Paul Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. I've not seen any of those. But right. what's the one that you're talking about? A Million to One? No, no, the very first one. Oh, said. that was. It's based on a true story about this guy who was a like a baseball scout uh-huh. for uh, USC when USC was winning a lot at doing really well in uh, college baseball. And then he, he, no, maybe was major Good league. story, man. Yeah. No, he was like, a, hold on, hold on. I'll get it. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll get it. This is like, uh, let us know when movies. you're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let are, you go. People are riveted. To we this. get it. We get it. People it's are riveted like, to me. Where'd you go, Bernadette? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> to me telling, like telling the wrong plot of a movie that nobody saw. Yeah. Uh, no, he was like a, I think an agent and like lost, had lost all his players. His players were done. And then so he needed to go out and find some new talent. 
And so he found that, um, that cricket players, uh, like there was some, some match and like what they could do oh, with baseball. Got it. So then he Makes went sense. to, he went to India where per capita, they have the highest amount of cricket players uh-huh. and held like open tryouts and was able to find these two or three phenoms that, you know, like just measured up really well in the, in major league baseball. Who played the agent? It's John Hamm. Ah, I thought it would be like Albert Brooks. No, that's the Close. scout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he actually yeah. did play. In yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has that vibe to him. Totally does. And he's great at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they went handsome for him. They ham. went ham. They uh, went ham for ham. Yeah. And, uh, and like the, it's pretty, it's like a f- nice kind of inspirational yeah, story. Like in cool the guys. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. Cool I gotta watch that. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. ham, not for oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so so you did gymnastics since you were two, mm-hmm. and then just like stayed with it once it became like a sport, rather than it just being like a child thing. Then yeah. you were like drawn did it, to. Did it. you do it competitive? Uh huh. Wow. Um, like really competitive, and then one day um, I was like playing around at our local swimming pool and like doing flips off the diving board, and the coach came over to my mom and like scouted me for diving oh wow and how old were you when this happened Ooh, i think maybe like eight or nine <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, think about it uh now albert brooks type scout or yeah. john ham john ham scout oh, or god albert i brooks. wish it had been a john ham type yeah. scout <laughs> well not at eight yeah <laughs> hey you don't know my life you're right you're right um, I don't, I honestly don't really remember, but it was like, so um, probably not a John Hamm, more of an Albert Brooks. More yeah. of an Albert Brooks. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I did both maybe for like six months, but I was kind of getting competitive in both. So then, um, had to make a choice of which I was going to put the time into. And stupidly, I chose the one that would mean I was like drenched in water all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's the one that doesn't. It doesn't affect your body the same way, It doesn't seem right? as hard on your body as gymnastics uh, does. Yeah. Sure, there's chance you can obviously get injured. I've seen some like messed up stuff happen. Yeah. Name. Name, name some. Name I, the person who got hurt. <laughs> yeah. And let's make sure that they're okay. I mean, I've like done, I've had so many crazy injuries, but uh, I remember one girl was going off the five meter tower or whatever that is in um, your bullshit measurement system. Um, <laughs> one foot. Okay, yeah, yeah, very, very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and she landed on the side of her head and perforated her eardrum <gasps> and there was just blood coming out. Oh, shit. And the worst thing was like the coach was like, get up there and do it again. Landed what? on her head on this board. No, on the water, but, but the impact. Impact. that gosh. Yeah. yeah. And so she was like, like floating in the water for a bit and then came to and came out and blood was coming out her ear and he was telling her to go up and do it again. And I was like, I think if you get water in your ear when it's perforated, like that could be yeah. bad for you. And seems like that drums supposed to keep that yeah, water supposed out of to there. be taut and closed. Yeah. Uh, and, um, thankfully she didn't go back in, but like that was brutal. Wow. Seeing like the yeah. power of the water, like yeah, that. somebody's fucking it. The power of the water and also the shittiness of a coach. I know. Oh, there's so so many stories like that. And people just like hitting the board all the time. Uh, Yeah. Did anybody try what uh, Rodney... Dangerfield did in back. Oh, the triple school. Lindy. Yeah, the triple Lindy. <laughs> what is that? Um, so this this movie where um, Rodney Dangerfield. Now you're now you're describing the plot of a movie. But I know, but I know this one. Okay, his is son John Hammond it? He's not. No, no. Okay, I'm out. Maybe he's one of the children. Could be a kid one in there. The There's a kids. young Robert Downey Jr. in there. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I'll take yeah. that. But they he basically was a swimmer when he was in college. And he goes back a diver to, or diver. Yeah, it's competitive diving. Competitive diving. <laughs> And he goes and he does this insane dive where he jumps from, like, there's three boards. 
and he jumps from one to the other to oh the other. Like flips God. back and forth. <laughs> back and forth. And it's, it's so funny. And it's Rodney Dangerfield doing it, and they have like a stunt guy that looks like him, and it's, yeah. yeah. No, it's him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's still the same coach as when he was there or yeah, something. It's, hey, okay. <laughs> oh, man, I got to see that. Yeah, yeah, you've got a couple I mean, being a, com- being a competitive diver, I think you should see yes. it. Yeah. There's, just not, that there's scene. not a lot out there I'm for sure you. I'm sure you could look up just the Triple Lindy scene. Yeah, yeah there's and not a lot of enough. diving movies. No, it's no. not a no. hot topic. No. It is a weird plot subplot of that movie. <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff. But anyways, so um, how long did you dive for? Um, I d- until I was like 15 or, 15 or 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what was your, what was your best dive? What was your strongest dive? What'd you, um, what'd you like doing and what was your strongest? I liked twisting. I was like good at, um, Oh, where you twist around? Like, yeah, spinning. Yeah, was, so I remember I would do, there was like a, like you would do, uh, two and a half rotations, like forward, but then spin twice as well. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So makes perfect sense. And what was that called? Uh, like front two and a half with a double twist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, just like exactly front. what it is. No they sow, have like... No sow cows. That's a skating thing. But, I think so. They yeah, have like yeah. number like codes to them. Oh, okay. Um, but that was it. Um, but yeah, I got to like travel around the country. Yeah. And, uh, do really cool stuff like that. And um, I think my life definitely peaked. I was like... Um, this is a, a bit of a brag, but uh, the diver of the year, like in two thousand and one, wow. for like the whole Holy country, Holy yeah. the diver in the year, uh-huh. congratulations, from the coolest part of Australia. Yeah, wow, yeah, and that's what this trophy you brought says. Yeah, exactly. So I will not go anywhere Weird. without yeah. it. I take it to audition, and that's a chain yeah. that goes around your neck <laughs> yep. that you can wear. Yeah, yeah I've got neat. neck problems. It's yeah. very heavy. <laughs> um, how so? Flavor, flavor. Are there moments? Was there ever moments, even after doing it a while, where you're like, "Ooh, this is really high," or "This is scary"? Oh yeah, oh, okay. I hated it. Yeah, uh, I I think you have to have like a certain personality to be able to take the risks necessary to like progress and try new cha- like dives and stuff. Yeah, and um, a coach said to my mom at some point, he's like. This, like she's too, uh, this sounds great. She's too smart for this because she'll overthink it. Because yeah. I would be like, but I could hurt myself. Yeah. Uh, like I could hit the board. And they're yeah. like, yeah, you can. Uh, so towards the end, I hated it. Seems uh, treacherous. Yeah. 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 And what was the, what, what kind of training do you have to do to, like, other than trying a bunch of dives, is there like things that you did in the gym or uh, like, yeah, yoga we would do or like, something that you'd have to there was like dry land training so you would train um they had like springboards onto like a mat or a foam pit or something so you could try out um dives there okay but, you get that body awareness yeah. and figure out how to rotate and not over rotate or under rotate and yeah kind of do like to- a little trial before you like go to the big league yeah um, but, but we would there- do fitness training in the morning so we train 10 times a week morning like wow. before school and then after school and that's well. just for like body awareness and to know how your muscles work and, and or is it like for like leg muscle like specifically so you can jump higher and all that kind of stuff i mean it should have been sports specific training yeah looking back i'm like we just ran a bunch like it oh, was really? really inefficient uh but it should ideally it should have been like lots of strength and like power training. Yeah, you also want to stay pretty lean too, right? I yeah. mean, doesn't that improve your entrance into the water? Like if you're ideally, but then you need like lots of power to get right, right off the board. So it's so it's that balance of yeah. having yeah. the strength to get up there, but then also having like a the right kind of silhouette to Yeah, and I would figure that like, especially now, I wonder if divers get more into like resistance training and like um uh like um 
like kettlebell training, like the stuff that like, you know, like TRX things where you're using bands, where you're like working on rotations and building those muscles so that you like know how your body moves. Totally. I have to believe that the like fitness side of it is way more specific. Sure. Uh, It was only in the last like year I've been thinking about like, oh, we were training all of the wrong like muscle groups and even like the type of uh, like it was doing endurance rather than power stuff, which is just not relevant to yeah, because you want sport. it's important, like your height, you know, you want as much spring off the board as possible because you can mm-hmm. pull the most moves. Is mm-hmm. that the idea? I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Those, um, the spring one isn't the one where you would start in a handstand, that would be a platform on the now. platform, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the one that you, you could start on a handstand on a spring, though. <laughs> okay. It's a little wild, but <laughs> no, you could seen, do it. Uh, people start backwards, yeah, on it, gainer. Yeah. Sure. the gainer. Um, and then it's the one where you start a little bit far behind and then you do the single leap up, which looks oh, yeah. so dope. A hurdle. Yeah, a hurdle. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> All of that stuff looks really cool. How, how it looks great. Like watching that or gymnastics is like, they're always my favorite sports amazing, to watch in the Olympics. Yeah. It's crazy. How big of a splash can you make doing like a can opener? What is a can opener? Uh, That's a single leg where you hold like a single, you hold a single leg to oh, your chest. Like a, you're doing like a bomb or something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call it? A bomb. A like bomb? A, like a cannonball? Cannonball. Yeah. Yeah. But cannonballs, both legs. Can sure. openers, one. I feel like Oh, you I get, didn't know there was a specific name for the one-legged version. Yeah. I feel like you can get a bigger splash. With, with the a, one leg? With the one leg. Ooh. I'll show you. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with you at a pool. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it in the ocean. Okay. Um, no, eh. no body of water. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's try it in a tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and you in a tub trying to make the biggest splash. We could do a dry, <laughs> a dry thing off a trampoline into a pad. Okay. Uh, See how big of a splash you can make on a pad. I'll do. If, if you're doing a can opener the right way, you can splash on a pad. You can splash a pad. Guaranteed. You, how about on a splash pad? Yeah. Where it's just like for children and yeah. you'll break your fucking tailbone. Yeah. What happened to that podcast? Oh, they both. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They're they died. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seemed like a bit, but they really did. They it. really went for it. They get very competitive with each other. What mm-hmm. What did you do sports wise after 15 or 16? Did you stick to sports or no? Um not, I had to stop because I ended up getting really sick and unwell and uh, I stopped because I went to hospital. Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh, didn't go back to sport. Um, can you, is that then. something you can talk about? Oh, yeah, sick? for sure. What um, happened? At the time, it, like I went, the physical reasons why I went to hospital was because my heart was uh, under a lot of stress. My kidney was shutting down. Huh. But basically I just like had lost so much weight and it was the start of a super fun eating disorder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no. So did that happen, that, so that was happening while you were diving still? Yeah, and I think was so. was part of the eating disorder happening because you were under so much stress or like the pressures of staying lean or something for, for I don't, the sport? Honestly, I don't think it was related to, to diving at all. Yeah. Um, now I know like what that was doing for me because I understand the psychology behind it. But at the time it was more just like um, the physical, like I only knew that this was happening because I was losing weight. Um, mm-hmm. But I had injured myself. Um, I've like broken my foot a bunch of times. So I think I'd like broken a foot. So I wasn't able to go to training and I had a lot more time on my hands. So I was, um, not exercising and eating more. So I put on some weight uh-huh. around like 14 and at the same point rough in time, time, rough yeah. time <laughs> yeah. for yeah. a kid to be. And I moved schools. So that Whoa. happened okay. too. Okay. Uh, so there was a transition that was happening yeah. at 14. That yeah, was Yeah, absolutely. Hard. And so, I didn't like diving, but I, 
was I guess that was like a lot of my identity was and being it was an probably athlete. Probably the only thing that you were consistently like was the constant while you were changing schools and yeah. and being injured. Like that was how you identified. Plus, and if you're successful at it, you get praise for yeah. it. And so, so you think well, you're going to I got to go to this school because I got a scholarship for diving. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you got to keep doing this thing. Uh, you really feel like you're going to let people down. A if thing you that don't. you hated. Yeah. yeah. And also I was like, but what if I'm never good at anything else? Like this might be my, my yeah. thing that I have to do. Um, anyways, around that time, my dad, uh, also got some advice from a doctor that was like, uh, he was having trouble with his ankles. So it was like, if you lose a bit of weight, it'll like, it should help with your ankle issues. So we're like, oh, well, like we'll go on a health kick, like nothing crazy. Just mm-hmm. let's like mm-hmm. eat a bit less processed food and that kind of stuff. And what, how were you guys eating as a family prior to that? Pretty good? Or? Yeah, in yeah. general, pretty good. My parents are both, they were physical education teachers. Oh, okay. Um, so like yeah. our family's very active Focused and, on act, being active and eating well. Yeah, aware then, of it. But yeah. this was to like, for your dad, it was during a time where it was just like, oh, I'm having ankle problems. Even if he's in shape, let's lock it in a little bit more. Yeah, just yeah. make like a more conscious effort, I sure. suppose. Did both your parents have uh, whistles? <laughs> yeah, that's how we woke up. Yeah. No alarms, just like them coming in. Everybody got a whistle at <laughs> one point. Like a whole family yeah. of like PGs, like whistles and yeah. like stopwatches. The coolest thing was after uh, my dad stopped teaching, he went and worked for a sporting goods company. Uh-huh. And so he like managed this company and we would get all the like tester products. Ooh, and so wow. as a kid, it was so cool. We'd just like randomly have like a javelin and a canoe and these like crazy wow, mats. That's and like, awesome. it was uh, that's such a, cool a treat. Thing. Yeah. That'd be cool to like, like uh, I want that a, now. Have a fight with like javelins and canoes and stuff. Oh man, I would love to hit somebody with a canoe. <laughs> like hold it by the and just like swing it around. Throw the canoe like a javelin. I can't remember if it was my brother or my dad, but where we grew up, there were lots of like wild rabbits, and they were like a pest. They would eat um, yeah. like all of the grass and stuff. And so it must have been my dad. He like threw tried to throw a dra- javelin at the rabbit. <laughs> Ooh, that's I would try that. Rabbit one surprise, sure. surprise. But yeah. that's still that's very like, funny. That would have yeah. like pissed yeah. George of of mice and men off. But that's also some like no Lenny. Been yeah, Lenny would have been. Yeah, but uh, like, but in, that's like indigenous people training. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it's He's, like a modern spear. Yeah. yeah, that's that's something that America fucked you guys on, brought over some rabbits, and then they're not, uh, there's yeah. no natural predators for them. So they're like wiping out, yeah. you know, hillsides and vegetation over we in Australia. you guys so many ways. <laughs> and they mate so much. There's not, there's not enough the javelins worst. in the world. Yeah, there's not enough no. javelins in the world to come combat Great it. Great for the javelin industry, oh, though. Yeah. You did help with that. Yeah, yeah. it created a huge yeah. demand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> China's making so much money. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. ranking it in. That's the only way they make money, China, I hear. Yeah, javelin, mm-hmm. javelin. javelin for rabbits. Javelin uh, for rabbits in So really, Australia. thank God for the USA thank keeping God, China thank afloat. God. Yeah, thank God. You're welcome. You're welcome, uh, So Coach Ruffle decides to... Uh, Take a take little a weight off of the ankles, uh-huh. LBs, yeah. and then so you're you're involved. So you're in jumped this. on board because you're also injured and yeah. um, put on a little a couple yeah. of LBs. So we're just like we're just gonna get healthy, sure. Um, and then over the course of a year, uh, we learned that I have a quite obsessive personality um, and uh-huh. very extreme personality, sure. um, which if. Uh, used for good is an asset, but yes. unfortunately, yeah. uh, used went, for evil. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a um, blessing and a curse. Exactly right. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I ended up going like basically from training ten times a week to being in hospital. Um, which, when you're so used to being active and healthy, and st- mm-hmm. uh, we in a hospital, you're on bed rest too. You're not allowed to wow. walk sure. around, do anything, and so it was such an insane 
situation in general, but then just even like the day-to-day logistics, I was like, what do you do? Like you're just sitting here. Uh, and I didn't feel sick or unwell. So it, um, I was in there for three weeks for that time. Whoa. And is yeah. it because your body was just breaking down from the lack of nutrition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason why it, it becomes an issue for your kidneys is because there's no fat left to um, use for energy. And oh, I so obviously you were wasn't very teeny s- tiny. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like your, your period stops because obviously you can't sustain another life, let alone your sure. own. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, so you've got no fat left to break down. So uh, your body starts breaking down your muscles, yes. which means there's lots of creatine in your blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what's putting pressure on the kidneys is trying to process all that. So kidneys are in trouble. Then your heart rate and blood pressure is so low. So you're at risk of heart failure. Yeah. Uh, so Oh my God. It's 14. I think I was 15, 15 at this point. Yeah. yeah. So I looked like the Joker though. Like my facial features were insane. Uh, you're talking about Jared Leto Joker or you're talking about like Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Joker. Any of them, Heath Ledger. Uh, Heath Ledger? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wish. Yeah. No, uh, but just because your facial features become so prominent. Because <laughs> wow. he, he won the Oscar for yeah. it. Yeah, and then he's dead. He got out. Whoa. Yeah. He Jesus got out. Jeez Louise. Dark. Okay. Oh, going I get dark. it. I get it. Obsessive. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. Goodness. That all, that all tracks. Okay. Uh, so your so your disorder manifested itself in like a anorexia nervosa and at that you, time at that time <laughs> yeah. oh no and so you were you were not eating at all trying to continue to exercise I was yeah I like had the saddest little like portion of oats in the morning and then would train for two hours then go to school throw out my lunch so this is Throwed so out. this is after you already were hospitalized you get out of the hospital no this is what's leading oh, this was, into the this hospital. is leading into it yeah, um, yeah. But it, it happens afterwards as well <laughs> yeah okay um but yeah just eating so like by the end of it i was there's was like five foods that i would eat wow. um, just so restricted and so that you know like we we know and you obviously could speak to this much more than we could but just in the little bit that we've done on this show you know there's an element of control yeah. You know, so when your life spins out of control, new school, not liking diving, being injured, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you're able to exercise control over yourself by limiting what you eat. And that's totally. a way, way to kind of get in front of things. Yeah. And then now. Which like your, at the time I had no idea. No, it was you sure. just feels what's, you just do what yeah. feels right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and, you, and you're focused on the results and you're result oriented. Absolutely. So yeah. You're seeing the results or you're seeing what it is that. And people praise you like, oh, yeah. yeah. How do you look so, you know, all those things yeah. like What's we idolize secret? this yeah. type of body type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it yeah. gets really like put on a pedestal too. Now you, in so you do like an inpatient recovery program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it refeeding, which is like a gross word. <laughs> it, it is. And you're eating like trash hosh, uh, hospital food too, which is just like. Yeah. It is hospital food. Yeah. It is you're right. It yeah. is horse. But Not even thing. horses would eat it. <laughs> yeah, no, they wouldn't eat it. Yeah, they're like, no, yeah. hell no. Give me a sugar cube or carrot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bell Babies, it's huge. Listen, with Halloween plus Thanksgiving plus Christmas coming up just a few months from now, I know people are stressed in life, and who doesn't want less stress in their life? And if high-interest credit card bills are adding stress to your life, I've got a solution for you. Pay off your credit card balance and save money with a credit card consolidation loan from my friends at Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPlay, and that's lower than the national average interest rate of over 20% APR. Plus, your rate is fixed. 
So, you know, as rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. In the online application, it's like super quick, super easy. You can apply right from your phone, so you don't even have to be at home to do it. You know, if, if you don't do online stuff at home, or you're just like at a coffee shop, try it there. And you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. So, Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve better loan experiences, and that's why they deliver on that. So, this is how you do it, you guys. Just for the bell babies out there, for the people that listen to the dumbbells, apply now and get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get that discount is if you go to lightstream.com slash dumbbells. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash dumbbells. Subject to credit approval, rates include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash dumbbells for more information. So how did it feel going through? Did you feel like what they were doing was helping you at all? Or did you just kind of like just put up with their bullshit to get out of there? The aim was just to get out. And I think you had to um, reach like a certain BMI, which even that is like a crazy way to measure it. Because yeah, BMI is like no, all rugby players are obese can, yeah. on that scale. Yeah. Anybody um, who has muscle on their body to a certain extent will be... V- much higher on the BMI. So yeah. for people that don't know, it's your body mass index, which mm-hmm. is a combination of a couple factors. But we found now that, you know, the way that people eat and the way that people exercise and play sports, a lot of those numbers are archaic. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't hold, hold up. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't you know? differentiate like muscle and fat. Right, yeah, right. Or yeah. activity yeah. level. So yeah. you got to focus on, ultimately, nobody should be concerned about their BMI. They should be more concerned about your lean body mass. Absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so you're trying to hit this arbitrary number. Sure. Yeah. So like they tell you like what you have to eat. You have like um, blood tests every day to be checking that kind of stuff. And you're in there for three weeks. That that was for three weeks. And a lot of the people in there were like repeat offenders. They basically Mm -hmm. would go in, get up to a safe weight. No um, psychological assistance was given in the hospital at all. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's purely... Just like a physical thing, which I understand like it's uh, a hospital is about like making you not be in a dangerous physical yeah. position. Yeah. So you don't die on their watch. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it just, well, I was like, no one now looking back, I'm like, no wonder people just kept going back in because you didn't learn anything about right. why this thing was happening. Yeah. They weren't getting the root issue. Yeah. And, like, and you would, didn't either. No, right. God, no. Mm-hmm. What, what was going on with your parents at this point? Were they, Oh, poor parents. I, it breaks my heart. Um, they were supportive. They were like come into the hospital every day. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and did as much, uh, like research of what role they they could play, but, um, ultimately like it had any recovery had to come from me. Sure. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're, they're not equipped. They're going to do their best. Did mm-hmm. they notice sign? I mean, did they notice signs of your health kind of failing? Yeah, I think so. I think they've like, they've been worried for a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was almost like, I think a relief for them for me to be put in hospital cause they didn't know what to do or how to help. Yeah. It's tough. Cause what do you, you know, your kids like exercising and you're like, yeah. all right, that's good. Like, and to then, a degree, you're like, this is great. She's yeah, getting healthy. Right. And then you're healthy. like, this seems like it's gone too yeah, far. When did it, it go too healthy? far? Yeah. When does it become obsessive? Yeah. 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 No longer like a choice. It was like a need. Yeah. 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 So then you, um, so then that stint in the hospital happens. Mm-hmm. You go back to regular life. You're like, fuck these no. people. <laughs> oh, well, but Definitely you, didn't go back to regular life. But you go back into the world. Yes. And uh, and then how quickly do you jump back into the the 
eating the way or that, what happens next yeah what happens next well uh, so i had to have all my meals supervised which uh-huh. i was allowed to go back to school um which uh, now I've learned it's like uh, me just like placing obsession into something. So I became very obsessed with school and um, was devastated that I was like I'd missed three weeks of learning. Uh, uh-huh. So I was allowed to go back to school, but what a I nerd. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still such a nerd. diving nerd. <laughs> I need a grade for this. Oh, I need an A for that. I haven't been gone for three weeks. Oh, that is my inner monologue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean no homework? Remember yeah. those guys? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm no. going to try to read a whole book <laughs> by the end of the weekend and let you guys know if it's worth yeah. being on the program. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. The program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The school, the curriculum. Okay. Yeah, I said the curriculum. Yeah, that's what okay, I meant. Okay. I meant the uh, curriculum. <laughs> let me read my program book. <laughs> I'm going to be a coder. I'm going to read a whole book by the end of the weekend and let you guys know if I want to be a part of the program. (laughs) I want you to turn me into a robot because that's how good I am at school. Um, This is a a joke that is just too too easy to relate to. (laughs) Okay, so you go back and you turn into a total nerd after the hospital. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) got myself a pair of glasses and everything. Uh, Oh, my God. But my parents would, like, one of my parents would have to come and have lunch with me. Uh, So uh, that was super cool to just disappear and not be uh, around at lunchtime, go and sit in the car and... Um, I had a 30 minute like restriction. I wasn't allowed to take longer than 30 minutes because I would like dissect food and take so long to eat. Oh, now that's I like a, Hoover stuff in, but yeah, good. that's the, an obsessive compulsive thing too, to where yeah. you're like, yeah, like you didn't want to like not taste something or uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Uh, so it would be a labor to eat the food in the 30 minutes wow. and then go back to school. Um, so, so my poor parents, like my dad took time off work because he like, came and sat with me. and So no kayaks at the house. <laughs> no, no, Fucking they were gone. no javelins. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter sm- how many rabbits, I was not allowed to yeah. throw the javelin. You can't throw them. <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to exercise, obviously, at all. Right. Um, oh, so that's then, tough. So yeah. then how, so does this go through the rest of high school that you have to have this um, monitored eating and all of this stuff or no? It's just no, a couple of months. No, but uh, in the three months I managed to lose more weight than, and went back to hospital, a different hospital, but back to hospital at like a lower weight than I had been. Whoa. Um, which maybe uh, it's good to be like, this could be a trigger warning if someone is listening because I've um, been I've learned since that like numbers can be triggering for people. But, yeah. Um, I ended up I'd gone to hospital the first time at like forty two kilograms at my current height, which is around ninety something pounds. It's a one foot. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going by like U.S. Yeah, standards, exactly. Right. You're one foot, one foot tall, one foot big. Uh, and then the second time it was at thirty nine, which is like eighty four pounds. And how or tall are you? At- I'm five. Four, five, five. Man. So just like not enough. Not yeah. enough. Not wow, enough. That's scary. Um, that's yeah. Scary. So it would have been so scary for my parents. Sure. Um, and that's this is after they've been there to help you. I know. Now I'm it, like, how did I do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think like even like at school, I would like run up and down the stairs where I could, like just doing crazy shit, oh, uh, trying to like get some sort of exercise in. I see. Um, yeah, wow. sad. Wow. Yeah, it's like some kids are smoking in the bathroom. You're doing jumping jacks yeah, in there. Burpees. <laughs> burpees. Fucking. Yeah, you sneak a kettlebell into the bathroom. Yeah. In the hospital, honestly, like the bathroom was an exercise zone. Like 
girls would come out like red faced because they'd been doing like whatever they could to wow. try and feel like you had some control. Sure. Like wiping margarine off bread, like doing anything to like be removing calories from what you had to eat, hiding stuff. Like it was, I learned so many bad habits in the hospital. because I was like, oh, okay, we should be taking ham out of the sandwich. Okay. It's, it's, it's an interesting community and there, it can be competitive. Like yeah. gr- uh, people that are suffering from that will be competitive with each other. And so I wow. remember being like, oh, well that girl's thinner than me so I can't be that sick and like just insane yeah. right stuff. yeah but you're at that point like you are so chemically imbalanced you can't think straight yeah. wow yeah. yeah so you're back in hospital the second time uh-huh and how long is your stint there this one was three weeks again wow. um thankfully was the last one but the, okay. at this hospital they had a policy that um if you were there for an eating disorder you had to have a nasogastric tube which wow. is like oh, wow. um you don't eat any food you just like are fed gloop through yeah, yeah. this tube that goes in your nose and down into your stomach. Wow. And I was like, no, uh, uh, I like, I actually remember like being happy to go to hospital cause it meant I could eat. Like I was tired of being tired, but the idea of eating on my own volition was like a bridge too far. Yeah. Whereas if I'm in hospital, it's like They're someone, yeah, it's not my decision, but it was like a relief. Yeah. Uh, but cause you're not failing then. Exactly. It's not my fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's out of my control. Uh, so they, wow. they, but they're like, nope, you have to put this tube in. And so they put it in and I remember it, like it hurt oh. so Ugh. bad. I couldn't talk. And oh, I was like, I have man. to do this for three weeks. This is and crazy. I was like, this seems nuts. And just as they were going to put like the first batch in, I was like, like my mom, they didn't believe me that anything was wrong. Cause there is a lot of, um, I guess like lying and stuff associated I'd with imagine. eating disorders. Yeah. But my mom was like, I know something is wrong. And so they went and took me for an x-ray and they'd put it into my lung, not my stomach. Oh my God. And so if they had put stuff in there, like I would have died. Oh. So, and the lady was like, oh, I've never done one of these on a grown up. I've only done it on a baby. Oh and I was like, I don't need gosh. to know that. <laughs> so it was not a good start, but uh, thankfully that was. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Take the edge off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. That's so intense. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was uh, not great, but um, maybe was in some way a motivator for yeah. that being the last time I went to a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So then at this hospital, even though they fucked up that part of it, mm-hmm. did they deal with any mental? Like, no. They still did. Still no. Yeah. So then after they that. They did set you up with like, uh, in uh, outpatient care, you should do this. You should. Yeah. 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 Get, leave it up to you. Totally. Yeah. What What is the 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 stigma uh, on psychiatric help and mental help in Australia? I uh, I mean, so much better now than it even was like the twelve years ago when I so was. So it's improved. Absolutely. I think yeah. like in line with um with how, America. Yeah, how it seems yeah. to be a, a part of conversation a lot more than it ever was. Sure. There's still uh-huh. a huge stigma around it, and I think anytime we don't understand something we fear it or judge it yeah um but yeah the word therapy still seems like it's pretty good in la you know it's i getting think it, cooler yeah. yeah america's uh i would say similarly like in the last 12 years it's improved a lot yeah. it's not as much of a defeat if you're going and i just i just have to remind myself we're in a little bit of a bubble here because like everybody yeah. it's no big even if you're doing great people go to see sure. therapists because why not be doing Try and better. Be better yeah exactly yeah. right uh, but i that didn't feel like or i didn't feel like how I perceived sure, getting right. anything like that, which is why it like took me like eight years post this okay. to even get into therapy. So you didn't, so you didn't get any help. You did a little outpatient stuff. You My said. parents tried, but, yeah. um, and I went and just hated it and sure. was just not at a place where I could take 
that on or was ready mm-hmm. to address any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were, so after this, after this hospital stay, what, what did food, what, what, what did food and exercise look like then? Uh, things like for a little bit, they got like a lot better. I certainly was still eating like restricted and I was lean, but not dangerously not underweight, but still living like a very, I guess like safe lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I was, I like got to a point where I was allowed to go back to eating unsupervised and, um, kind of got through the rest of high school. And, yeah. um, I studied musical theater after school. Uh, and so like, those next four years were pretty, pretty good in that sense. Yeah. Um, Cause I still had structure and routine of uh-huh. uh, this like um, academic environment. And so that gave me, I think an outlet to put the obsessive kind of thoughts into. And it was only when I went out of that and was like, now I'm like an actor and auditioning and had no structure and stuff uh, that things took a turn again. It turned again. Yeah. Yeah. It turned again. Yeah. And you're also what you choose and what you started focusing on uh being acting is a is is going to draw you to judging yourself and yeah. and judging yourself against other people yeah all yeah. over again i yeah. guess so but i think it was more that like the lifestyle uh like the reality of being an auditioning actor is probably it doesn't mean you get any an eating disorder or something like that but it certainly is a lifestyle that exacerbates those stresses yes yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you put structure in your food and yes. your eating and your exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so at this point it turned, um, to like binge eating okay. and bulimia. So the other side of it. Wow. And uh, so then I like ballooned up and <laughs> kind of, I did like, uh, um, I've had like the Tom Hanks of like <laughs> losing weight, putting on weight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Christian Bale from like vice. Sure. To, so yeah. did you, um, so you were binge eating, like, did you put on, when did you put on a bunch of, was it after, like while you were doing musical theater, after you've already finished and, and after like. After I finished that course. Uh-huh. Right. So once you left the this, this structure of school. Yeah. And my life became like the wild, wild west. I didn't know what was happening. So, so then you just ate. Yeah. For pretty- comfort. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, now I know why I was doing those things, but sure. at the time I was like, what is happening? Like I used to be able to not eat. Like why now yeah. can I not stop eating? Yeah. Uh, like I just didn't understand. And I like was scared of food. I hated, I just didn't want to, um, like have to think about it. Yeah. I, I remember I went to like a health retreat cause, uh, which was amazing. Uh, but it meant someone else was like, doing the food for, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. have to think about it. Take it um, out of your hands. Yeah. I just, it was such a stress, uh, cause I thought food was the problem. And if I could just get my food and weight under control, then I would be fine. Yeah. But obviously that's just like the tip right. of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> not, again, not addressing the actual issue. Correct. Yeah. Uh, jeez. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I what a know. tough, what a <laughs> what tough a time. No, I'm fine. No, I'm but also very acutely aware that I've had a, a very privileged, um, oh, wonderful sure. life. And yeah. so I do feel, uh, sometimes the pain or whatever that I've gone through, uh, I'm like, people have it worse, but pain is relative. You can't really sure, compare right. it like that. Yeah. yeah Listen, yeah. everybody's got their own thing that they sure. had to go through. And, and mm-hmm. there's, I guarantee you, there's a lot of people out there that are having are having right now or have had very similar experiences that you had. So this yeah. is important. Or and it also in the can, middle of it and, and they're, yeah. they, they're noticing that maybe after this conversation, it's a trigger t- for them needing help. 
Well, that would be a a dream if it meant someone uh, went and knew there was another option. Yeah. 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 And a lot, you know, a lot of this stuff is, you you know, you can apply it to anything that doesn't have to necessarily be an eating disorder. I mean, there's something going on that causes people to slip into these pathologies. Sure. Different for everybody. Well, essentially, like uh, what I've come to learn is like that was a coping mechanism, albeit Mm -hmm. a misguided one. It was my way of navigating uh, pain or things that I couldn't bear otherwise and I didn't have a more efficient skill set to deal with that right and Mm -hmm. so my abuse of food be it too little or too much was my way of staying on this planet so like I've gotten to a place where I'm like I'm grateful for that because uh, as much as it caused a lot of harm and stuff it meant I stayed alive yeah (laughs) and if I didn't have that and didn't have any better skills to navigate the world I don't know what would have happened Wow. So ultimately, how did you how did you address your your compulsive eating tendencies or your binge tendencies? I mean, I think it's probably going to be something that, to a degree, I'll be dealing with uh, forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly didn't take the most efficient route. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, went on like a kind of carousel for probably four or five years, kind of doing the same thing of mm-hmm. having periods where it was better, um, uh, but a lot of times, you know be great for a week, two weeks, three weeks, exercising, eating well, and, um, but being still restrictive and stuff. And ultimately like not having not addressed any of the underlying things, you'd kind of exhaust yourself. So then I would overeat and then start compensating the next day by, uh, exercising like crazy and Mm -hmm. restricting my eating again and just doing the same thing over and over again. So it was like like a little exercise bulimia. Were you, were were you throwing up? Uh, there, yeah, definitely were points where I was throwing up and then you, but you feel like you have that under control. Yes. That's good. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so what, what did it, did it take some therapy for that or was that? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All of this like took, uh, any progress I've made was finally going to therapy to be like, I wonder why I do this. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I get frustrated that it took me so long to do that, but for therapy to be effective, you have to be ready to oh, hear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like the, and I, and I would say that, th- that eating disorder is in a special category too, with there is no, you cannot break through to somebody unless they want to get better. Yeah. Sometimes there's other stuff where you might be able to, but I know I was on this uh, show and we've had her as a guest on the show, Angela Goldner, who, uh, you know, had an eating disorder, made a show about it. And then we met with um, therapists and stuff and people that run inpatient and outpatient patient treatments. Uh-huh. And they said, like, it's like the it's it's t- it's like it's a tough go like they, you know, it's because it's, uh, you know, it's something that comes up a lot on the show, too, is that you always have to eat. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. you, you can't, can't be like sober. In yeah, 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 you can't yeah. be sober. You can't so stop. you can't no. stop. Yeah. So it's constantly having to face it. Mm-hmm. in different ways and then you'll get it under control and then it'll come up in a different way like yeah. you're describing. And not and that it's necessarily the same, but a lot of uh, the reasons why people uh, abuse food is the same as the same with like drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of operating in the same way, trying to alter emotions or mm-hmm. um, yeah. give you something to control. So I was always like, God, I wish I could have had something that I could just give up completely, but you have to have a healthy relationship to it. And that's the hardest thing uh, for all of us to figure out. Yeah, (laughs) But it's, and, and it is, I mean, alcohol is uh, like some drugs ish, but alcohol and food are still, you know, 
sold to us as celebration things. Yeah, yeah. Where um, there's nothing like that other otherwise that could be that harmful. And like people don't realize how harmful food can be if you're mm-hmm. watching these things where, you know, like we're still any picture like as we're going into the, you know, as we're here in the fall, like Thanksgiving dinners are like these humongous like Feasts. long tables yeah. of a feast where it's like, you know, or like even back in the day of like, you know, how a king would eat where he just has this huge table. Of like, <laughs> it's just like, it's this to show wealth and yeah. to show um, health. Yeah. You know, and that's what like Thanksgiving even is or any of these like birthday parties. I like those old paintings of how a king yeah. would eat. Yeah. yeah, he's just there with like a fucking pig in front yeah, of him. Turkey legs yeah, turkey legs hands. in both hands. A joker, like like a, a minstrel show going yeah. on. Yeah. Like it's just, it, well, it's like crazy. Like being in those times, like being bigger was seen as like. Yeah, Ruben-esque women. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like well that. fed. Yes, exactly. Well, well fed, nourished. I, I well like nourished. the look. Yeah. I like out of sickness. You got a sickness for the thickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> But like stuff time. like that is fine. Yeah. Like you, we time. should be able to like indulge and have yes. those celebrations. But mm-hmm. it's when, uh, for me now, I'm like it's always the why I'm doing something. So even with exercise, like that's a relationship I had to look at too because I was like, oh, I can't not exercise, and that's not good. And you like exercise? I love it. But did, were you? Um, but were you exercising? To make up for like for yeah. make up for food. That's the thing. It's like exercise for compensation, and it's like no, I want to make sure that my exercise is to improve my butt, like my strength, and yeah. make my body feel good and healthy, rather yes. than to subsidize eating something. Right. What did yeah. I eat yesterday? I need to work that Let off. Let me Correct. cancel out them yeah, nachos. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, nachos. Nachos. So. So, okay, uh, a couple of things. I want to get into a <laughs> uh, couple of things. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that you've Number experienced one. is wrong. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. You're a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. You killed the show. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Cricket sucks. <laughs> I want to see an MRI of your dad's ankle immediately. Uh, uh, I want to find out if you have, you know, if there's any kind of takeaways that you've had in your, you know, experience mm-hmm. with with dealing with all this kind of stuff. I also we want to find out what you're doing now. Don't and speak w- for Eugene. What's that? You said we don't speak for Eugene. No, I'm, I'm speaking for myself <laughs> yeah. and uh, the and royal we. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he is ultimately saying everything that I don't want to say. But <laughs> I mean. Uh, Eugene, in particular, wants to find out. Ask uh, her, hey, hey, Ryan, ask her about the. You I know. am. I okay, am. okay, okay, Be okay, cool. okay. Be cool. It's just hard to look at her. Uh, ask her. Uh, I'm, I almost said ask her, and I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> what uh, What you're doing now and what you love, like what's uh-huh. what's going on, like what you're into, exercise, positive, you know, uh-huh. what you're doing positive now. And then also, uh, you sent an email to us that addressed a specific issue that keeps coming up on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, ties into a lot with what you've talked about already. The but Australian yeah. accent stuff that you've been yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've apologized. I publicly apologized okay. for that, for no. being, uh, appropriating okay. a bad Australian accent. Great. Um, and I'd like you to expound on that, you know, on how that good your Australian accent is. is. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> Even if it's a lie. <laughs> well, I am an actor, so yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can lie. Uh, yeah. So, you know, telling, you know, trying to give some, some something, pulling out something that you've learned or that you'd like to tell people mm-hmm. is challenging. So if you want to think about that one a little bit, 
That's fine. No. Or if you, you got it. I don't want to think. No. <laughs> um, so you could talk about what your, what, what your current program is, what you're doing now and what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you want to talk about that for a while or, uh, or the email. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest, you said like, what's a takeaway from yeah. the experience? Um, I think like understanding what, like function the eating disorder was serving was like the okay. biggest game changer. I like liken it to, it's like you're in some sort of battle uh, at nighttime and you can't see your opposition. All of a sudden I was given night vision goggles. So it didn't mean that I'm no, like I don't have to fight or that there's not like an enemy. It just means I can see what I'm up against. Ah, right. okay. And that was like such a huge thing of like, my problems don't go away now. It just means I know what I'm trying to do. Do. You know where to start, you exactly. know what to try to fix. Yeah, what's happening so here. So it's just finding out, like, try to find out what you're fighting. Exactly right. Yeah. And for me, um, the, like, main things that it was it, serving was it was trying to, like, numb emotions or alter how I was feeling when I would feel sad or mm-hmm. um, lonely, depressed, whatever the thing. I didn't know how to feel that or that it was okay to have periods of feeling that. Uh, yeah. I just kind of was like, but I have to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, And so when that would come up, I would use food to alter that emotion. And then it was also uh, giving me something to control in a world where I felt out of control. Like I can't control whether I get an audition, whether I book a job, whether like a dude likes me, all these things like I can't control. Whereas like if I fuck up my eating, then I can control like combating that. So Mm -hmm. even though it's like um, self-destructive and self-sabotaging, it's also self-serving because it's giving me this thing that I can put my energy and my time into. Like I can control the outcome of like, if I now eat well and exercise, then I'll like achieve that thing. Whereas if I go to an audition, I can't control whether I get that. And so it was, um, I had to reassess my life uh, Mm -hmm. and be like, uh, what changes can I make to my lifestyle so that food isn't the thing that is like my kind of um, North Star. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I, Hmm. um, even just like this year, I took the year off acting and auditioning just so I could totally focus on um, giving myself the chance to like continue self-care and do that stuff Uh, for a lot of other reasons uh i also (laughs) have had some pretty shitty agents that have said like you don't look the way that we need you to look and unless you can do that we can't like put you in rooms and i'm not at a point where i'm willing to do that like a job shouldn't dictate my health or yeah yeah Yeah. like these are the wrong people yeah exactly yeah that was my takeaway i was like oh you're not the team for me that's fine yeah Um, but being like you're too big to be uh, and not unobtainable enough to be the lead, but not big enough to be the funny friend. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that or has... like, you have an audition in five days. How much weight can you lose? Like, can you just eat wow. fish and greens? Uh, and so I walked away from that and was like, you know what? Good. Right now, this is not uh, yeah. what I want to be, like, not the position I want to be putting myself in. I don't think you ever have to be in that position. No. Never. Um, never. And it just made me sad, too, because I've had this experience in that was being said to me at a time where thankfully I didn't like take that on and try and do it. Yeah. But there are you, so many young people that would. No. It's frightening that like, you know, these old dudes in suits are telling young people what to do with exactly. their bodies. Yeah. And we're lucky right now. We're, we're luckier now than, than we were 
It's gotten before. a lot better, but it's yeah. still it's a lot pretty better, shitty. But it's still pretty shitty. But like, you can look at the television, you can look at a movie, and see a mix of people at different sizes and different places. Yeah. And and now also like look at it and think about who you enjoy to watch and enjoy to see on screen, and you should now see that like. It's a lot more based on personality and it's a lot more based on their work. And thank goodness that's happening because, yeah, there was a time. I mean, I mean, the whole um, one of the whole reasons why in the positive way I got focused into fitness was because I I knew I was never big enough to be the big guy Mm -hmm. and was never focused uh, and would. And because I am, you know a person of color at the time when it was happening, I was never going to be the leading man. I was just going to be the, um, the friend, yeah. but even the or friend the tech guy or the tech yeah. guy, but I was never going to, but like the big best friend, I would never be able to do that because I was not big enough to be that guy. So it was just kind of like, well, I got to just get healthier so I can just do this for the long haul. Yeah. And, um, and, but it was because, it was told to me and I, I was seen that like you break, you see breakdowns of auditions that are just like, he's got like 30 extra pounds on him and yeah. he is unlovable, you know, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? And it's just like, you know, and, and I've had that conversation with other friends who have gone through like a journey and it's like, you can turn down that audition yeah, because you're worth more than that. Cause you're going to not only, um, does it suck to get that breakdown? But it's also going to mess you up mentally when you go into that room and go like, do they think I'm 30 pounds overweight? Yeah. Right. Do they think that I am unlovable based on the way that I'm doing this? Like, I'd rather you just go. I get a lot of seems dumb. Seems dumb. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you you know, like send me, send me a breakdown. That's not about the way that I look and let me, let me play. Let me act. Yeah. And become unlovable by the way I'm doing it rather Mm -hmm. than by what you think I should look like to be unlovable. Yeah. You know, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah, totally. It's like this coming from a cis white male. Hmm. uh, But here we go. go. (laughs) It's a, here we go. The truth. (laughs) It's a fucked up system and it's broken. And, you know, from systemic racism and the patriarchy and all that stuff, it has improved. But I would say that if you look over time, the people that have broken through or that we've all really responded to, even big movie stars, they're usually presenting the most authentic version of themselves. Like we just like them because they're being them, especially in comedy. I, you know, the other stuff is a little trickier to kind of to to pin down. But even then it's starting to change in that world. It it, it definitely is. But even, but even like old movie stars and stuff, you like them because they've figured out how to present an authentic version of themselves. Yeah. Which is always more interesting. It's way more interesting as opposed to some like plastic ideal of like whatever the agents fucking think that people, People want to see versus like I don't know Humphrey Bogart was not conventionally attractive, no. but the guy just was boiled down Humphrey Bogart. So yeah. people fucking loved him. And we're supposed to be telling stories of the world, and it's like, yeah, why exactly. don't we then see what the world Let's see what looks the world like. looks like? Totally. Yeah. But you have to have, like you said, like you have to have the skills and like the moxie and the self confidence to know that, mm-hmm. and then be you know because it can be scary because you're like, oh man, I don't want to miss this opportunity. It also so takes I'm gonna so much courage to go yeah. like I am. I am confident with my skills enough, um, and. Um, 
and like happy for where I am that I can I know that this agency or these people telling me this wrong information is not going to affect me in that way. And that's yeah, awesome. And they're yeah. not right for me. And like is trying to get to a place where it's like, I have to believe that my worth and value as a human being extends beyond the way I Absolutely. look. Yeah. And for a job to be telling, I was like, it's a job at the end of the day. Like acting is totally. a rad job, but it is a job. It and is. so if it's going to hurt my health, like I need to take a step away from this and um, do something that I feel like uh, is valuing the whole person yeah. rather than just these like dumb sack of bones that carries me around. So, so you've spent a year kind of just ultimately focused on, on. I get on, brought in for dumb sack of bones. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yeah, was just reading uh, your breakdown here, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> dumb sack of bones. Yeah. Like a stanger type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, wow. Well, we get hey, that, at least yeah. they know me by. He'll fucking do it. Yeah. He'll do it. <laughs> That's what I want. I want there to be uh, a breakdown of something that says a Eugene Cordero type. Oh, man, you're close. Um, but you're close, um, That'd be very cool. That would be very cool. And then I want to know who books it. Yeah. You can't even <laughs> yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. It's my type. It says my name on um, so, um, so what have you included in your self-care in the last year that you feel um, has been uh, really effective and, and, and positive? Benefish. Um. Well, I wrote a book <laughs> about oh, all of this stuff. Did wow. you really? Yeah. Shit. Um, that, yeah. So I uh, put my. T- I would. That's amazing. Trying to think, like, I mean, it's a bit selfish because I was like, well, then it will be worthwhile this experience <laughs> if I can do something good with it. But I also, I still feel you're, a lot. You of, feel like your self care is selfish. <laughs> I mean, in this way, because it's yeah. like then I've used the um, the like journey. I hate that word uh, for good and put it into something that. Um, Just say quest. Quest. Yeah. Oh, that is very fun. Yeah. Uh, Your path. <laughs> it's still, they suck. It sounds like you're on American Idol. Like, um, you know, oh, there right, was right, like, right. this is my journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so annoying. Quest, I think, Quest separates a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Quest, Quest makes it a little fun. bit more like, yeah. um, you know. You like know. an action adventure. Yeah, yeah like, like um, a fantasy yeah. flick. Lord of the Rings league. type thing. Uh, publish. <laughs> Did you publish this some bitch? Uh, it's with the development editor at the moment. Great. Yeah. Um, but you put the words down and you did the work. Like, yeah. that's... And it's a Huge. lot of, like, I am so lucky to have had access to therapy, but that it, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not something that a lot of people have. So mm-hmm. I uh, hope to, A, like, you know, help to reduce stigma around this stuff. Yeah. And B, give people some information that hopefully, um, if they don't have, it might help them on their quest yeah. to <laughs> become their, like, happiest, healthiest version of themselves. And wow. it's also very stupid. <laughs> it's written, like, very silly and fun uh, because a lot of text on this stuff is very heavy and dry. Sure. And um, I wanted to make it accessible to a different audience that maybe are put off by, like, an authoritarian approach. Yeah, yeah. and by, like, a man. Book. Like exactly a, like right. A, yeah. Whereas this is book. just like um, it's got like a cartoon that accompanies the reader through it. It's um, very. Fun. Did you draw the cartoons? I did not. No. no. Okay. <laughs> but you work with an illustrator, yeah. and that's yeah. awesome. So great. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, well, you have to keep us posted on one that. Yeah, yeah. let us know when it drops. Yeah. And what do you? So then, what are you doing um, uh, exercise wise? That's that you feel good about. What are you liking right now? What's yeah. your day to day? I uh, so I was just running a bunch uh-huh. uh, and was feeling like I wasn't doing that for the right reasons. Um, okay. So like so that spun out a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I um, 
and I was just bored by it. I'd run, I'd watch like seven seasons of the Great British Bake Off in like a short amount of time because I was just running watching these episodes. Oh, you oh, were doing the treadmill. a treadmill? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, great show though, please. Oh yeah, so good. The Such Great British Bake Off. No, you got it right the first yeah. time. Yeah. They're so sweet. The competitors, like they're so supportive of each other. And well, the, ba- the great thing about that is what is similar to college sports where it's not about the grand prize. Because there is none. There is none. It's <laughs> yeah. a fucking trophy. It's just being the best that you can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and for it's money. People, they're doing it because they love they it. They love and it's it. It's kind of the people against the judges more, right? Uh, a little bit. Like they band it, together. Yeah. It, it's In more. A way, yeah, yeah. It's more about the people versus their skills. Yeah. Like they're they're not even going against the judges. The judges are going like, this is what it's supposed to taste like this, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like a. This is it, like all of the judging isn't like, mm, I wish this would have been better because the recipe is good. Mm. The recipes for everything are good. So it's going to taste probably good. Yeah. But it's just like, is this bake correct? Is it like that? You know, it's all technical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like full of love somehow. And even it though is it's like full a competition. Love. It's just and so. And the hosts are so good. Yeah. They did have a change of hosts and I was like very worried about Me it. Me too. But then but it was it great. Yeah. It, it is fine. Anyway. Was it a gal with short hair? She's one of the uh-huh, hosts. Sandy. Yeah. She's but, not there anymore? No, she... Oh, Mel and Sue were the first yes, seasons. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. the first two hosts. And now it's a man and a woman. Yeah. Um, Noel Fielding. And I'm God. sure her name's Sandy. I think so. Yeah. Sandy. Yeah. She, like, hosts QI. They're so great. Yeah. So All right. great. Yeah. Anyway, so... Great show. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, great show, but I was watching too much of that. So, <laughs> um, uh, previous guest of the podcast, Jake Jabor, uh said you should come to Go Tribe, um, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm having I didn't realize time. that you are over there. I'm oh, having cool. so much. I think, like, because it's functional movement, mm-hmm. um, like, we're doing stuff where we're, like, swinging, like, we're on monkey bars, and, like, you jump over shit, and then you crawl under shit, and it just feels like... Like an athlete. You feel like you're training like an athlete. They call you athletes. Yeah. Which makes me so happy, because it takes me... I think it, like, a part of me will always wish I had, like being an athlete yeah. so when she'd be like we're athletes training I'm like oh my god this feels so good. rad that's um, great I mean that's that's usually is kind of the missing link for people is mm-hmm. finding that like right place yeah you know wh- whatever it is for you uh, but but certainly this is obviously a special place because it comes up a lot on our show yeah. but there's uh-huh. you know we've had people write in and talk about places in their community that they've found and, mm-hmm. or like people finding a, like a like a basketball league or like a competitive sport where like oh it's this is finally a like click yes. yeah I like the people that are I'm there with. I like I mean, the that's way it still makes very me intimidating. feel. <laughs> sure, What's I feel up? like everyone. Uh, the gets, people side of it is almost the harder part. I wish. Of I just. I, I really like the training and um, everyone's very nice, but it seems like they're all very good friends. And I feel like the mm-hmm. weird new kid. Um, they said that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it is know. finding the. It is finding everything a you're afraid about is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all true. Sorry. I get emails all the time yeah. <laughs> about you. This is what this is about, right? Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. "Don't go back." They're like, "This is an intervention." We have Pringles not come back. Yeah. <laughs> we just get a lot of weird new kid and there's like a picture of you. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Like she's oh. back. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's awesome. All of that is so great. Oh, the book idea too. I was like, you gotta tell us so that we can, you know. Uh and so, then I think just like eating like diets are not a thing that I'll entertain. Um, especially if you've had a restrictive mm-hmm. um problem, your body no has known deprivation and so it like will do everything to stop being deprived again so if right. i try and restrict myself like my 
my body will, even yeah. before my mind does, my body will respond and like start panicking. It's so powerful life saving measures. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, and so it's certainly, I, I've tried every diet in the past anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's more just now like making thoughtful choices and being conscious. Cause if I'm eating and not eating emotionally, like in general, like 80% of the time picking good stuff and I'll definitely have sweetie treaties. Sure. Sure. But sure yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if I start using it as like an emotional thing, it goes back to the, like the why you're doing it. it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not eating for the reasons okay. that I want to be. Yeah. I'm using this to do something else. So you have a couple of touchstones that you can kind of look at to keep track of yourself and make sure that you're yeah. on the and right track. I still track. get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I still fall back on those habits because they're a yeah. habit that's they're hard triggering. to... Yeah, yeah. And emotional eating is okay to an extent. Like if you're, if that's one of your coping mechanisms, that's fine. But if it's your only one, then you're in strife. Have that you is ever, great to say. Uh, Absolutely. Have you ever read The Hungry Brain before? I won't. I will now. You won't? No, I'm you, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wow, can't could read. that be triggered? Oh, I wrote okay. a book, but I can't read yeah, it. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that She's just happen. changed a bunch. They always say read and write, so you could just write and not read. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> or you're right. <laughs> but um, you might be interested in it because this guy gets into the psychology, you know, and a lot of, you know, what happens with uh, not necessarily psychology, the biology rather, and then uh-huh. how that can inform psychology. And so a few things that, uh, that I, I, I quote him a lot on saying is how much our food environment has changed. So in a short amount of time, from an evolutionary standpoint, our food environment has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. And we haven't evolved as fast as our food environment. So we're kind of like, we're designed and programmed to uh, operate in a food environment that has very minimal food available to us, right? So you have to go out there, you have to find it. We're basically designed to go around and look for food all day. And then you eat a little bit or whatever you can, or maybe you don't, Mm -hmm. and then that's the end of it. So then you have all these like, you know, measures in your body and chemistry to when you do find something that is calorie rich, you get a dopamine response from it. So you find something that has a lot of calories in it, you get a dopamine rush. And then that dopamine rush makes you feel good. And then that kind of awakens your body to all the sights, sounds, smells, and senses around that food that had a lot of calories so that you'll remember them. Ooh, I remember where I was. I remember Mm -hmm. how I felt. I remember the sounds that it made so that hopefully I can find this again so that I'll survive. Mm. So the problem is now where we have this 24 hour a day food available to us all the time, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take much to ingest calorie rich food, get a dopamine response, and then just straight up, you know, Butch, get your body programmed on this course to seek that food out all the time, yeah. and it's always available to you. Yeah. So you're 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 battling against very powerful biology. Totally. And then if you start like mixing in there, you know, some eating disorder stuff, some emotional stuff, some psychological stuff, it's like it's a lot to to combat against. You yeah, know? there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on. So I always like you know this guy's got a pretty practical approach to it, and I you know. I like people to to know about that because I think people feel a lot of personal failure to when they're not able, they're not able to stick to like some kind of diet or like an eating strategy or a program. And I just want to tell them like, it's not, it's not your fault. No. And it's also not sustainable. It's not not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to find out a way that you can, you know, that you're going to be able to cope with this new kind of world that we're living in with Postmates and all that stuff Mm. to where that shit's available to you all the time. And it is possible, but like you were saying, it's going to take some trial and error and you got to experiment, you got to figure out. And then if you can come up with some touchstones, like you mentioned, 
to know that you're to, to make sure that you're being mindful that mm-hmm. you can feel when you're slipping a little bit or doing things for the wrong reasons and yeah. then course correct yeah. before it gets out of control. And I think like the biggest thing too is like be kind to yourself while you're figuring that out. Cause I think when I would feel like I slipped up or made a mistake in the past, then I would be so devastated by it yeah. that then that like sends you further into that. Yeah. Um, and any like guilt or shame about it doesn't help. It just mm-hmm. makes you feel worse, which then encourages encourages you to do that behavior more. Yeah. So it's like we're learning. If I make a mistake, if I feel like I could have done something better, like let's learn from that rather than punish myself for it and then keep going. So it's yeah. like being kind during all of the colors of life. Yeah. Oh, guys, ever awesome. sit in your car and call yourself a fucking idiot over and over again? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I tell myself I love myself a bunch. Oh, That's good. Yeah. That's but, a nicer but, answer, but it's not as funny. Yeah. Do you know but, the, uh, a bunch you know, of other people tell me it too? So I that you know what I'm referencing? <laughs> no. Fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. What is it? It's from Boogie Nights. Ah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, man, I haven't seen such, it. You never seen Boogie Nights? I know. Add it to the list of yeah. Oh, three movies. Four, Ooh, and you do I'm a movie busy. podcast. I know. All, all three movies and they're equal. <laughs> <laughs> Back to school, Boogie Nights, and, and Million oh Dollar Art. God. Can't wait. <laughs> um, uh, is there uh, anything you'd like to plug or, um, uh, or you know, um, social media wise that you want to let people oof. know that? There's uh, a whole other podcast about my disdain for social media. Oh, okay. You <laughs> but, don't have to be on it. Um, no, I. She's oh, on it. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I just trying hate to find it, but a I post regularly healthy and... relationship to it sure. and use it for good. Um, uh, obviously, the book when it comes out, yes. it'd be great well, if people buy that. It, uh, when it does, or it, I mean, we have to have you back, and when yeah, we have you back, come back on, and we'll talk about and we'll it. We'll talk about yeah. it like more in depth when it. No, that sounds great. Uh, and I also host a podcast called Fantasy Flicks League about mm-hmm. movies and box office. Uh, Stang has been on. Right. Um, Ryan yeah. Meharry uh, is your co-host, Michael uh-huh. Clendon. Uh-huh. But Meharry's been on the podcast before. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people should check out Fantasy Flicks League. We and get Mike on here, too. Yeah, we got to no. get Mike up. Mike's yeah, never done the show. Oh, He'd be terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is so funny. I went on there. And like you guys had all seen it, or maybe I was listening and you guys had all were supposed to see a movie and he just doesn't watch the movies or anything. Oh, it man. just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Currently we're trying to organize to go see a film and like me and Ryan responded and just like radios. No, I think he tapped back. You know how you can like like a message? Yeah. Like, That's not a time, Mike. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what movie are you trying to see? Um, Ad Astra, the one with Brad Pitt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I heard it was good. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I got to see him, so because yeah. I take it seriously. Good. Yeah, podcast is really fun. You guys talk about movie and box office, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of a general pop culture discussion. Yeah, but um, but it is like movie specific, and you guys are all super funny and great. Yeah, make fun of shit and. And then yeah. what about social media wise? Do yes. you want people to follow you? Or no? She does. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care. Live your life. Get off your phone. But if you are no, on your phone. Follow, follow Amy and find out when her book's coming out. Yeah, and actually let her... for that purpose. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Amy Louise Ruffle on Instagram. Right. Great. This is what you, you want to plug your yeah, stuff so that people sure. will know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but just yeah. don't believe everything you see on there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's everybody. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you guys don't believe everything yeah, you see? Yeah, I don't see? have a kid. <laughs> I just post somebody else's. You're an actor. Yeah, <laughs> same kid. I mean, I've, um, I've That's been like doing your this, boyhood thing. I've been doing it for the last ten years. <laughs> that, some of those pictures are from ten years ago, and he's he's technically ten now. So, um, I heard Link Letters doing like a thing with Beanie Feldstein, like a twenty-five yeah. year musical yeah. or some shit. It's bananas. 
yeah, I'm kind of excited to see yeah. it. But then know. after Where'd You Go, Bernadette, I'm like, I've lost faith in you, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants some. Everybody wants some. Hey, Everybody, um, Everybody wants some, Newsboys. Um, Name's Mr. Newton. Newton okay. Boys. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can do so at, at the Dumbbells across all platforms. If you want to get off your phone, get off your phone and get out there and whatever. Um, yeah, send us a messenger pigeon. Hey, or like hashtag us, you know, your um, uh, pics or didn't happen or pick proof or any of that stuff and like, you know, let us see. Your work, if you have a question for us, you, or uh, if you want to gloat and you've just been doing great, like we love hearing that too. Ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Hi. dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Amy Ruffles. <laughs> Amy's Ruffle. Are we just starting? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> you've been here the whole time. Oh, my oh God. Shit. <laughs> we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Be Clean, and Live in Between. Twixt. Ruffles. Pringles. That was a headgum podcast.